Hi, I'm Jenny Copeland. And I'm Vanessa. And we're co-authors of Drive Through Success. Hello, it's Jenny Copeland here, co-author of Drive Through Success. And this week I've got the pleasure of being in my kitchen with my oldest son, Gary, who is going to willingly, I have to say, as opposed to reluctantly, talk about his new venture, Pixels Cafe. Hello. Hello. So what's interesting, I think, is that sometimes the only people that won't read your material, it's a bit like being, you can't be a prophet in your own land, I think is what they say. So Gary actually hasn't read the book, Drive Through Success, and isn't familiar with the concepts. But it is on my bedside table and has been for all months now and it's on my it's on my to-do list (laughs) it's on your reading list it's on my reading list so you may be wondering why i want gary to talk then if he's not read the book by default he's got me as a mum and therefore in the background he's got me coaching him and guiding him and advising him uh with him kicking and screaming along the way trying to avoid all of those things what i want gary to do really is i'm going to ask him some questions and and just look at the process of how he has gone from having a desire many years ago to being on the brink of opening his new venture cafe, Pixels Cafe, Mm -hmm. and see whether or not his journey does actually reflect and map onto some of the content of the book in the way that it is written. So Gary's not aware of these questions, he's not rehearsed answers, so it'll be interesting to see some of the the responses that he has you're scaring me now (laughs) (laughs) so first question can you remember the first time you had your dream to have your gaming concept i suppose actually what would be more helpful would be to describe what pixels cafe is and what your what your vision is so yeah so pixels cafe is going to be a a a family-friendly kind of gaming it's going to be a cafe first and foremost, but it, it's gaming themed in in all forms. So that's board games, card games, video games, and tabletop games. Um, and and the kind of idea is, and 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 where it, I think it came from was obviously wanting to have a place that people could come to and socialize and and enjoy video games and and, and you know gaming in general. Um, and then over time, that's kind of evolved into not just it being about video games, it's evolved into all kinds of games. And more recently than not, as I've gotten older, <laughs> I want it to be really kind of like clean and open and family friendly and, and what, you know, the original thoughts of like, oh yeah, like a dingy, like a basement, but with my friends and a coffee machine <laughs> has slowly evolved into what I actually want now as, as I get older, which is... Like a nice open space where you can have a table and then play a game of Monopoly and your kids will go mental, but you can actually enjoy yourself as a grown-up in in the space. And it has some hope of passing health and safety rules. And it has some hope <laughs> of passing health and safety. Exactly, yeah. The, the additional giggle you've got in the background there is Hannah, which is Gary's girlfriend. So uh, she may she may decide to pitch in at any point. She may not, but that's, 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 that's the extra giggle that we've got. Um, and yeah, going back to the original question of when did this first come about, I think the earliest I can remember the memory 
the earliest thing I remember having this idea was was I, I'm sure it was still in England. So that would have been oh my god, you would have been twelve. Yeah, twelve or eleven. It was that like that really? early, mm-hmm. that early. Like oh yeah, like this would be a good idea. And then definitely would when I was in Stuart, and it was like. <laughs> I felt like my my studies weren't going anywhere. I know, I know you and you and Dad definitely were like, no, you're a really smart, bright kid. But I've always had that vision of we can't all be doctors and surgeons, otherwise the world would stop turning. And I kind of made peace in myself. Like, yeah, I'm I'm quite happy to be a cog in a wheel, wheel in the cog, cog mm. in the machine. <laughs> um, well, from uh, young, yes. And as I recall, so you didn't say to your children, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" and you were you were always an avid Thomas the Tank Engine uh, geek <laughs> before you were ever anything else, and I always expected you to say you wanted to be a train driver. But whenever you, whenever anybody asked you what you want to be when you grow up, can you remember what your answer was? Clown was yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> you wanted to be a clown, which yeah, for well. me translates to an entertainer, and and that's why I thought it'd be really good for you to to share some of your journey because. I think you're right. I think the seeds of your your vision were sown in infancy. Yeah. You know, you kind of intuitively knew that you just wanted to make people happy and smile and have fun. No, absolutely, absolutely, and 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 yeah, <clears throat> like that's I kind of ended up landing on that in in quiz mastering, I guess. Um, so for people, yeah, for everyone who doesn't know, I I do I'm a quiz master in the evening, um, and that came about five years four years ago now yeah because i think this is one of the first so so the, the this definitely helped the chapter theme is be careful what you wish for because it because <laughs> it might just happen you might just get it so and and i think there's absolutely no doubt that how you came about becoming quizmaster in the first instance was just magical because it just went against all the odds that it would happen in the way that it did yeah can you remember? Can you remember what Gillian told you about getting experience in the industry? Uh, Gillian said to get experience in a cafe, I'm sure, and to and to get some or bar or bar, and to get some experience behind me that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I took that as go to as many bars as possible, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 yeah. chat to as many people as possible, and get and get blitzed a lot, um, which I have done. Which is part success. of your journey. It's part of my journey. <laughs> But yeah, the, and the quiz mastering came about because I was going to a bar regularly and doing the quiz every single Monday. And um, I think after about a year and a half of going on a pretty regular weekly basis, uh, the quiz master announced that he was retiring from the quiz business and um, and that, you know, this is going to be my last couple of quizzes. And I went up and spoke to him and said, hey, have you got anyone to take over? He said, no. And I was like, well, I could do it. And he kind of laughed me off the first week. And then the second week, I was like, hey, I'm still really interested in this if you want to pl- pass the torch on. And he kind of took me a bit more seriously. And then, yeah, I think it was the, the third week, which was his second last. He was like, all right, cool. You can do a couple of questions. And I did. And he was like, all right, wow, that's actually pretty decent. And then, you know, fast forward four years and I've been running pretty successful quizzes across Glasgow for the for the, for the last four years. And I, I guess the bit that at the time I was in awe of what happened is because effectively you, you'd taken on a business, mm-hmm. you know, you'd, you'd, as you say, the, the guy passed the baton over to you, he handed his business to you. Yeah. What did he charge you? And nothing. Yeah, that's, that's why, <laughs> you know, that, that in the book kind of 
in, in the context of drive through success, absolutely qualifies in my in my mind for a bit of magic. You know, it's either a magical manifestation or it's a mini miracle. But it's, it's one of those classic things where if you came home and, and said to somebody, somebody's going to give me their business, which they've spent years developing, there's goodwill in there, there's a, a client base, there's immediate custom, and they're just going to hand it over to me lock, stock and barrel and they don't want anything in return. People would say that doesn't happen in real. That just doesn't happen, Gary. You know, <laughs> don't be silly, boy. Go yeah. away and find out how much you got to pay. And I and I didn't know, did I? I just was like, yeah, I was ecstatic. I was like, I'm going to be doing quizzes from now on, and uh, I had no clue. But yeah, you're right. Like looking back in it, it's mental. <laughs> oh, totally mental. And, and and I think it goes to that thing around. So so you're going to get you're going to get a lesson in in drive through now, Gary. You won't read the book, so you're going to get it <laughs> at the kitchen table as method in my madness. But window one is about ask and you can't ask unless you have clarity as to what it is you're trying to achieve. So we've established that you're, you created your vision at a really early age. And it, I think there was something, there was a, like a compulsion in you that you, you weren't going to rest until you tested this out and until you'd given it a go. And then you were given some advice, which was get, get industry experience and, you took the opportunity, which is window two action, to you took the risk and you took the opportunity to say to somebody, could I take your business on? And then the wonderful universal miracle was that that person took you seriously eventually and handed the business over for free. And I guess within that, what I'd want the listeners to really notice is that if we don't tell people what it is we're trying to achieve, we can't get help and advice. If we don't step up and step forward, people can't help us. And mm. we have to stop assuming that everything happens in a linear, logical, commercial way. Because, and, and I think you're going to share another few miracles that are happening now, but there are lots of really wonderful people out there that are are really keen to help and support and they're actually sitting saying how can I help you yeah and we're sitting saying somehow oh it seems rude to ask for help or what if they say no and and therefore it's because we don't step up and ask that people don't don't know that we need the help or want yeah. the help no, absolutely I think that kind of ties into with what's happening now with with, with pixels the um the cafe and, and with Kickstarter uh-huh. where I, well, before can... you, before you get into that, I'm going to stop you because because okay. we've got the quizzing. So then then what's happening? Because you are quizzing, and you've had a few job changes in in the meantime. And I thought you were really happy and settled in your videography company, mm-hmm. and you know you were quizzing videography. But clearly, what we now know is that there was something in you that was was driving you to to test or fulfill this dream of having a cafe. So do you want to just talk us through what was going on there? And cause you, cause I think you did some either really brave or really stupid things, um, which has kind of brought you to where you are now. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so I, while I was quizzing, I, I did get a job and that's where I've been for the last, well, I was, where I was for the last two years at, um, a video, video company in Glasgow. And I got that job through a friend who, who worked in the company at the time and they, they said, well, we, we're looking for someone like, you know, we're all good at what we do and our, our kind of craft, but none of us are particularly good at talking to people. 
And my friend who worked in the company was like, well, you've all met Gary, the guy that we go to his quizzes. And obviously, you know, he can talk to people. So do you want to, should we have an interview with Gary? And I um, came in for that. They loved me. They were obviously, that's exactly what we we're looking for. And then I got the job pretty much on the spot. Um, two years later, I was not really feeling it. I was definitely kind of, you know, a bit down in the dumps. Felt like I was kind of going through the motions. Um, and in secret, started working on my business plan and applying for funding in a few different places. Um, fast forward another couple of months, I kind of got the the, the, the return on, a, on an investor who had said, which is yourself. <laughs> and dad. <laughs> and dad. Um, had, the, had the callback, like, oh yeah, we, we're willing to kind of give you you know, a large sum of money, which was incredible. Um, and I was having a meeting with my boss that week and he was like, right, so how are things going on, Gary? Like, why, you know, what we want to start maybe moving you into the the business more and getting you trained and all this kind of stuff. And I, I thought, I can't, like in my, in my conscience, I can't go through this. I can't just accept X amount of training, which is going to cost X amount of money from my, from my boss without letting him know that <laughs> realistically, I probably am not going to be here in another years time <clears throat> so I told him like yeah well ha here's my cards on the table like I'm obviously I'll keep doing the work and I'll keep working here but I wouldn't spend money on me in in the brass tacks of things and he was like oh shit um and this is where you're probably right it's probably a little bit stupid and a little bit of of, of a miracle because he then fired me I think maybe a month and a half after that and it was under the previous I was like, well you, you'll be doing bigger and better things soon it's kind of like yep and then seven months later I'm still technically unemployed and <laughs> scraping by thought the cafe would be up and running by now um, so so again I, I guess I'm just going to draw attention to this be careful what you wish for because oh absolutely it's easy to think that it's all once the cafe's open and people come in what they'll see is they'll see potentially they'll see success they'll see the cafe they'll see customers they'll see you being you know it, it absolutely in the middle of doing your passion and happy and it's easy to assume that the journey from that dream and vision to success is smooth and, and plain sailing and, and you're right dad and I were in a position to to provide some funding for you which we we always knew the time had to be right to let you know that that, that was available to mm -hmm. you. You were given some options. So, so be careful what you wish for. You know, in the middle of that narrative that you've just said, you were fired. Mm -hmm. And for many people, that would generate so much fear that it would actually prevent them from stepping forward to step up to their dream. And it's easy when you, when you look at successful people and hopefully in a couple of months, the cafe will be open and you'll be there and... People will see achievement, and it's easy to think that, for, that it's easy to think that that happens, and that everything along the journey has been all successful and pos positive and wonderful. And yet, the reality is, is that you will have had it's you know we're now realizing that you've had twenty years of living a dream and taking action, and then within that taking action, you've had disappointment and and scary stuff like getting fired but then there's I mean there's an element of this and this is probably your teaching kind of coming through more than anything you you know you, you do make your own 
um, make your own destiny, I guess, mm. to a degree. And maybe this is part of Ask, Actualize, and Action. If I'd read the book, I'd know that. <laughs> but, but, you know, at the time of me getting fired, I sat on my, I had a, I had a little time out, so I had a coffee, um, and sat and realized that what I could, I had two options, really. I, I had the, the investment money coming in, and I could get another job doing something and pay, keep myself going for the time being, and work on the cafe in the background, or I could just throw myself into it and I obviously opted for the second one and I I genuinely think right now I would probably still be doing some miserable office job if I hadn't decided to just write like you've just you know I've just got to do it yeah I just have to if I don't do it now I'll, I, I'll never do it I'll just die wishing that I had <laughs> yeah because this week's this week's Facebook meme or an Instagram meme is if you want to predict your future, create it. And that's really what you're describing there, is it's the, future's, the future's designed in the decisions that we make in the moment. But accepting and acknowledging that not every, not every decision, not every step forward is going to take you where you want to get to. Mm. Sometimes we go, we detour and we take, go down blind alleys. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean you failed. It just means, it means you've taken a, a, an avenue and there's an opportunity to get some learning and reroute yourself. Mm. Failure is if you decide to go down a blind alley and stay there and stand and face a brick wall and say, oh, look, it didn't work and that's it. Yeah. I'm giving up. So you're hopefully a few weeks away now from getting Pixels open. And you mentioned Kickstarter a bit earlier mm. and I, I rudely interrupted you and stopped you. So... Just share for the listeners, I guess it's the piece around, um, I, suppose, I suppose what I'm interested in is you describing how it feels, because you're in the action stage, and you're not really in the, in the actualize, which is window three, you haven't received it yet, because you've got a unit, but the electricity is not switched on. Yeah. Even when you get in there there's no guarantee that customers will arrive. Mm -hmm. So that the actualization bit, we probably won't know if this is a, a full success for maybe another year or so. Yeah. So how does it, how does it feel to be in that place where you are investing so much of yourself and money and hopes into something and you're in that place of not knowing? Um, terrifying. To start, um, but it's 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 the good kind of terrifying if there is such a thing. It's it's the invigorating. I'm I'm excited to get up and, and keep putting myself into this because, and I suppose this is part of because I, I fully believe that this is a is a dream that's going to work. Like it's, mm -hmm. I'm sure that helps. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's the it's the waking up and 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 being excited to, to plug another day into it because once it does open up and, and, and this kind of comes into various bits and pieces, but with the Kickstarter and with the Facebook blowing up, we're now a cafe that hasn't even opened its doors yet. Who has 900 likes on Facebook and we're a cafe that's just made 2,500 pounds in, in public donations of people that are excited to have this place open. Um, and that's what I was going to say about Kickstarter. It's, it's seeing, and and yeah, I suppose it's seeing the the return on that level, even though we haven't opened, 
which is kind of keeping me going through this. Mm -hmm. um, but I wouldn't have had any of that if I hadn't if I hadn't started the Facebook and if I hadn't started the Kickstarter and if I'd been like, oh no, we'll open and I'll just I'll just wait for it to happen. You know, it's it's that weird kind of catch twenty two. You do have to put yourself out there and you've got to do these things to get the rewards, I yeah. guess. So it's a really good example. I've, when you're talking there, I've uh, it's Disney that's coming to mind, Walt Disney. And I know it's a bit cliched, but that thing that says, if Disney didn't have a vision and a dream, then Mickey Mouse would never have been created. And, you know, Snow White and Cinderella would never have come to fruition. And, and if Oswald he... Rabbit wasn't shit. <laughs> Say some more. I'm, I'm about to get a lesson in <laughs> in um, cinema cinematography or something. Oswald Rabbit was uh, Disney's first creation, but he tested terribly with audiences. Right. So he then created Mickey Mouse. And he tested. And it, it just worked a lot. But he only tested it, and it was everyone. Everyone liked Mickey Mouse, and everyone hated Oswald Rabbit. So in a few months' time, we're going to be finding out whether people really want noodles or whether they would prefer paninis. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if Pixels Cafe doesn't work, or if we open in the exact same location as. Pram City, I don't know. <laughs> but you're, I think you're right. But but the thing about the Disney um, metaphor is that he had to dream it, he had to believe it, and then he had to build it. And and now look at the Disney Empire. Empire. Uh, but it's all built on the same thing. It's all built on the dream of wanting to make people happy and help people fulfil their own sense of dreams. So Pixels, let's go back to it then and then we'll wrap. So so what's your dream for Pixels? Um, short term, it's to open up and to, you know, bring joy to families that have, are looking for something to do in Irving and make some cash along the way, obviously. Um, and long term, to open a, you know, the next Pixels will be down in Birmingham or Manchester and then the one after that will be in London and then the one after that will be a short hop across the pond somewhere else Ooh, and then okay. you know have my own cafe gaming cafe empire so that's the first time that i've heard you talk about pixels beyond the irving mm -hmm. unit and hannah's nodding so that's yeah that's because you probably you planted that seed in there. <laughs> well I, I guess once you start to see the first one coming together then you can actually start believing it's possible that there would be a second or a third mm. And I suppose what I'd like to do is just take an opportunity to say thank you to our friends and family that have contributed to the Kickstarter fund because we know we know you've been doing that. And as usual, some of you have been unbelievably generous and thank you very much indeed. And those of you that have bought some of the packages, we're going to look forward to spending um, half a day. It's interesting because I think there's one that's an. I think there's one for eight thousand pounds, and if you pay eight thousand pounds, is it is it you become a lifelong friend and you become a best friend. You become your best friend, and you'll you know, go to their wedding or something. They'll get invited to the wedding. They'll get invited to my child's birth. I mean, if they want. <laughs> well, actually, in in the maternity unit. Yeah, eight eight grand gets them the full whack. There you go, Hannah. It'd be like, <laughs> here's our best friend. They paid eight thousand pounds for this. So this will be going out tomorrow. Mm -hmm which is September 2018. Uh, hopefully it'll be an iconic bit of recording and in a few years' time we'll be looking back and saying, God, we were talking about one shot. It's amazing. <laughs> Kickstarter's still live. Mm -hmm. So clearly, if people don't know how it works, you, you set a target and it was 2,500 and 
if you achieve that then you're guaranteed to get all the donations however it doesn't stop there does it uh, no no it doesn't stop so what we're now working towards is our next stretch goal um which is basically once you've reached your target you set a stretch goal ours is uh, three thousand so an extra 500 pounds and once we reach that our, our coffee cup of 10 free drinks will level up into a coffee cup of uh, one free hot drink a day for well, as long as pixels are running as long as you bring in the cup um oh i see so so donators will have this sort of memorial cup exactly and they'll actually bring their cup in they bring their cup in it saves <laughs> saves the planet it saves recycling as well oh, um, but yeah if you bring in the cup you get one free cup of coffee can i not just have a cup in the shop and have uh, or in the cafe and have my name on it no because you want to take it home and have your hot drink Plus marketing. We, may, we might need to talk about this a little bit more. <laughs> but I guess the point is, there's two things here. Number one is if people go on to Kickstarter, mm-hmm. uh, Pixels Cafe, or indeed go, like, hunt you down through Facebook, then the first donation that they're making, there's they qualify for stuff anyway, don't they? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think we've got 5, 10, 15, 25, 50, 100 other mm-hmm. the kind of... More, Am I doing a really old lady thing and I'm kind of explaining something that most listeners just know no i mean absolutely not so yeah um if if anybody is interested in keeping up with pixels cafe um you can find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash pixels cafe irving and if you are interested in helping me uh, realize my dream i will love you forever and you can find me on kickstarter by just google uh, by putting pixels cafe into the kickstarter search bar and i should come up pretty much as one of the top well if not the only hit for pixels cafe um and that's yeah but I guess what I would say is is this venture in, in helping you achieve your dream, the the transfer side of that is that you are you are going to be doing something which is re-socializing gaming and mm-hmm. uh, and probably a bit like um, I don't even know the proper name of it, so I'm gonna embarrass myself now. But this this Pokemon Go is it where Pokemon Go. You know, we're, again, they've managed to create a game that's social, that people come together, that uh, gets people out of the, the bedroom or the armchair. And really, that's that's very much what Pixels Cafe is about. It's about recreating community in a place where people who could get isolated gaming have well, got somewhere to go. Exactly. Yeah. Like in, in closing, I guess, that's that's the that has always been, and that's, it still is one of the key elements of this, that... Gaming has become this thing that you now do by yourself in your bedroom. Granted, you might be talking to people, you, you know, via the internet, but it's primarily a, a, a pretty singular function thing to do now. So we want to bring it back to when it was get three of your best mates around, sit on the couch in your mum's living room and play a game for hours on end. And we want to bring that back with some good grub and fun times to be had. Okay. So, as usual, I'm going to have the last word. I'm going to say thank you for being willing to share your story. Not at all. And thank you for being willing to allow me to kind of take you through the structure of drive-through success. Hopefully now that little uh, blob of blue stuff by the side of your bed will actually get opened and read. It will. You might might start to realise the value of it. You are a great example of somebody that has been willing and courageous enough to pursue their dream whatever happens i will always continue and dad and i will always continue to be very proud of you and to love you unconditionally but we know that this is going to be a great success so thank you and good luck thank you very much for having me